Hello and welcome back to the next episode of the Growing Together podcast. I'm Ellie. And I'm Maddie. And today we're going to be talking all about mental health. Especially with teenagers. In teenagers. We're teenagers, so it's kind of our specialty. Oh! oh. If she slept in the same Okay, oh, anyways. So, we had a brief interruption. Um, any we're let's, at Maddie's house. Oh by my the gosh, way. let's explain Go the over. Okay, well basically there was miscommunication with how um I was gonna get to our recording studio that we booked on my end. And so I was like rushing around to get there and I conveniently did not charge my laptop or my iPad and I left like all my c- cables at home. <laughs> And so we couldn't, like, plug it in to make it work. And then by the time we got there, it was, like, almost – our booking was almost over. So we just ate lunch there and came back to Maddie's house because that was the easiest so option. So now we're not using any mic. We're just – We're going low-tech. But honestly, because didn't you start editing it? Did it sound that much different? Mm, kind not of. Not really. I feel like it was just more, like, clear. It yeah. was honestly, like, too good of recording. You could hear it sound too professional. No, it's like you could hear oh. us, like, our mouths moving and Oh, it's stuff. a little scary. But it's just kind of fun because we feel really professional when we do it. But I guess this is cozy. It's is spring break. Yay. That's pretty much all we've been up to, yeah. I feel like. What have spring you done break. so far? I've worked a lot. I'm making money. Not really, though, because really? I'm, I'm, I'm literally just like the shifts that I had to get covered for our convention thing, I'm just now getting... Um, caught up on and then we've i've been hanging out with maddie and our other friends you know just kind of chilling (laughs) relaxing what about you maddie the same i haven't been working i shopped a bit got some clothes Mm -hmm. yay (laughs) which is good our lives are so i feel like i never really shop like i don't usually spend my money on things mm-hmm. and i had like a bunch of money so i was like i should and just i should just spend more because your birthday's coming up oh yeah my birthday is coming up that's exciting but also oh my god i really want to get a second piercing for my birthday you should i'll go with you i think you. it'd be really cute no you can't go with me. I'm gonna start crying and i just need to hold my mom's hand oh, okay. <laughs> i have a fear of needles but i like want a piercing um i've been thinking about it i think it's because one of our friends has so many and so like now no, that i've I learned more want, about it i love it. the look of like one big hoop and then a smaller hoop because mm-hmm. i just wear hoops constantly um yeah what else have i been up to yesterday at a bonfire um oh, oh where was it at kai's no at my house oh. kai's gone you have, i know that's why i was like how did I you do a bonfire my house. <laughs> um, i didn't know you had a fire pit sorry that was a little and it's not like a fire pit well i guess it is i don't know Anyways, because it's cold mm. for spring break. And, and we're in Florida, and we're wearing, yeah, like, we were jeans. Plan- and- I planned so many. Tanisha and I Ready. were, like, wanting to go to the springs, go to the pool, go on, like, walks. And it's, and it's like, freezing. 50 degrees yesterday. It's but just I, so fun. If, if if it wasn't spring break, I would be so, so happy. But I am happy with the weather because I just love the cold. And it makes me feel cozy and more productive. And you're going to the beach tomorrow. Yeah. And then we might go but to that's the springs the hottest this weekend. Day, so. Oh, I forget that it'll still be cold. Okay, whatever. We'll um, figure it out. So that's what we've been up to, just resting. Basically. Which is so nice. We're drinking coffee. I've had a coffee and a matcha. This is my third or second You kind of love it. And you're so, you said you were tired earlier, so it's kind of just... This how I live my life. It just makes <laughs> me happy, and I don't care. It's 1 p.m. <laughs> okay. Um, new discoveries. discoveries. I don't even know if okay, I have one. Um, it's not really a new discovery, but yesterday I tried oil pulling. Which is where you like swish around like an oil in your mouth mm-hmm. for like twenty minutes, because <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it's good for your 
mouth bacteria or something. Oh, interesting. I don't know. I read about it and I was like, let me Did just it taste do it. bad? Not really. It didn't. It tasted like coconut. It just. Actually, it didn't this sounds kind of fun, way. actually. I feel like that'd be nice. But I'm also like, I want to add more things to like my hy- hygiene routine, but then it's like so much work that I don't do any of it. So I feel like I need to be minimalistic about what I do that makes sense like if I do like add a lot of things I won't do any of it oh yeah I actually understand I just thought I should do it yesterday I took like the nicest bath and shower because nobody shower. was home so I could just like blast music oh that is nice uh, yeah. so comforting yeah, so nice because also it, it was daytime still so I just didn't turn on any lights in the bathroom mm-hmm. and I just lit a couple candles and it was so You're nice. just vibing um what else have I done I I was take. I enrolled on like some cause I cannot talk. What are they called? Wait, why I am I blanking no on the name? What's it about? Um, they're like co- online courses, Coursera courses. Oh, oh God, which one like, did you do? I enrolled in the Stanford Introduction to Food and Health. You should, cause that intrigues me. Share some information. Well, with I'm me. only on the third module. But I've mostly just learned how terrible processed food is for you. <laughs> no, it's it's so. It is. I think everyone should take this course because it's like, it's, I I at least think that like yes, eat for the soul and but also eat with your health in mind because like the processed food is not real food and it's literally just like it's so processed to a point where it's not giving you any nutrition or like. No, because you see like those videos of people that are like I literally like was eating like less healthy in Italy and lost weight because I was eating more natural foods and yeah, I wasn't eating processed food is, foods. The better it is. You need to eat nice natural whole foods and that will allow, it's so hard to explain something. I also don't think it, it makes you feel better. Like, well, you yeah, have more energy. If you think about like when you're eating, think about how it's fueling you and you know that you're eating things that will make you feel good because like I do realize that like when I eat like crap I feel like such crap yeah and I like learning about these courses because they teach you like how to eat balanced and mm-hmm. eat because like there's so especially because of media there's so much like crap out there telling us all what to do mm-hmm. especially with like the fad diets and stuff yeah and like that stuff is not real there's this one quote that this professor said from I forget where but he's like, eat well, eat less, and eat mostly plants. Yeah. Just like, eat well, supporting nutritious foods that are mm-hmm. a whole balanced diet. Okay, this is really bad. I, <laughs> well, anyway, on. if you guys want to find something you're actually interested in, you should go to yeah. Coursera. New discovery, free go learn courses. something exciting. My new discovery is not nearly as insightful or helpful to the world, but... We, whenever we hung out a few days ago, we made jewelry and I realized I really liked making jewelry and I think it's a very like therapeutic fun thing and it's also like instead of like trying to find the exact thing that you want to find, you can kind of make things to your taste and I just found it very like calming, especially because if you really need to like take your your anger out, (laughs) you can just like get that wrench and like screw, like you want to like wrap it around with the ring and like... You know what I mean? Like, it's just very, like, therapeutic. I thoroughly enjoyed it. I made, like, a bunch of them. It was so fun. I really like this. Oops. I'm scared it's going to break, though, but 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I like. I feel like I keep forgetting that there's so many like things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, what, that was that was literally me yesterday. I was like, I kind of want to bake, and I was like, oh, I should bake. And I was like, you know, what? I'm just gonna bake, and I made baked oats for my breakfast these next two days. Nice. And I, I literally was just like, why did I like not want to? Like, so why did I not do this? To do like, and we're just forgetting that there's so many creative ways to like live your life. Yeah. Especially when you have so much time on your hands, like spring break yeah don't go on your phone the whole so... time because then you're like yes. sad that you didn't okay. do other stuff okay let's get into we this did so much time on this, the intro this is like a huge topic, topic. And, and we both have so much to say about yeah. it i feel like our things are different though too which is i guess good yes yeah. i took like i hers is very statistic <laughs> heavy mine's like anecdotal i just so. like find this um this mental health especially in teenagers just very interesting because it's so bad right now and and we just we see it all the time like it's so prevalent and like we're doing like i'm chairing and she's not chairing it with me but she's like helping me like almost chairing like unofficial chairing of health week which is at our school which is kind of like all the different components of different sides of health and she's been doing a lot with mental health. So we've both kind of been, like, I just think trying to so, find ways to help our so school. Because it it's crazy. Me, it makes me sad to yeah. see how bad it is. Because the thing is, I feel like all of us feel it, but we're mm-hmm. all avoiding it. And then we all act like everything's okay. We all joke all about it. And, like, a lot of people blamed it on the pandemic. But this year, like, the pandemic didn't really affect anything. And it's still bad. Like, yeah, the pandemic definitely caused some things. But it's yeah. not the only reason that kids are you know not doing well i think it's the cdc that said it maybe the cdc i don't know but somewhere i read that we are actually in like a global mental health crisis and like that's it it's a huge thing and it's like we all know about it but yeah we're not doing anything and Mm -hmm. it's it's like the people are pushing to fix it but it's it's so prevalent in everything i know i think now it's almost like it's become so normalized everyone's kind of like oh we just have to like live with it but it's like not like you shouldn't have to. It's still like just because a lot of it's common doesn't mean it should just be like a part of your life. Like it should still like actively be it's tried because, to fix. Okay, I, I'm gonna get into Go ahead. the statistics. I guess um, I read or I heard in, in that in that course that I'm taking <laughs> about well being um, that a third of teenagers suffer from mental health disorders. Mm-hmm. Um, I pulled up stuff from the CDC too, <laughs> but I don't know whether it's like ADHD, anxiety, or depression. There's like at least more than ten percent of, which isn't like that much when you think about it, but it is like so much. <laughs> it's what ten percent of what? Um, of the at least ten percent of like teenagers have. One and of across those the country, across or across the world. But still, it's a lot of people. Like, when you think of how many people that is, like... Well, it's especially ages between 12 and 17, which are, I think, the ages when everyone's getting on social media. And then that mixes also with just hormonal changes. Yeah, because coming of age is already, like, really hard. It's so, it's so, like, ugh. It's such, like, a raw time of just, like, development and everyone's just living online and it's so bad. And I think that's just the main cause of it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know how to fix it and... Well, don't she have more statistics on how to fix it? I don't have statistics, but one out of ten kids think about committing suicide in their lifetime, which is not okay. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't, I wrote questions, which is not Well, helpful. it says, what's the root of the problem? I kind of yeah. have, like... How do we have this? Oh, I said, okay, these are the reasons why I think it's so yeah, bad. Yeah, and I have some reasons, too. I think that COVID plays a huge role in it, mm-hmm. even though, like, it was just, like, especially for the children in high school and middle school, even. Mm-hmm. But, like, those two groups, it's, like, we had, like, a whole year or two where we were just in complete isolation and all we had was online. So people well, it's just interesting rely on it now. Like, because I guess you were online for, like, most of the time our freshman year. But for school, in yeah. Florida, like, Florida compared to other places, like, there were some states, like, in, like, what would have been our sophomore year, 2021, 2022, that were still online. Like, we, like, it's crazy that, like, ours was so miserable and we only experienced, like, a little bit of it. Like, Not it's even crazy. That. It was also, like, masks and stuff that yeah. caused It was everyone. such a weird... It was a weird time. And I feel like I don't remember it because a lot of times, like, when you're depressed, you can't remember specific times You kind of block it out almost. And I swear to God, that's why I don't remember COVID very much because I feel like I might have slipped into, like, I think everyone was. Yeah, it was just horrible. It was really bad. And I think it affected everyone so much because not like on the bright side I feel like COVID did make me remember how like lucky we are to like live such a life where it's we can talk to people yeah the time I and think connect with I think you notice how much of like socialization is important to yeah, our great levels because like, as human beings we just crave connection so deeply so it's like when we're lacking that it's it's terrible yeah and then social media played a huge role in it I think it oh, does 100%. all the time. Like, the amount of people who scream times through the roof are, like, <laughs> I'm falling out. <laughs> but, but, no, it's just so bad. And I feel like I've seen it. And, uh, it's and so I think hard to explain, a lot of the time but... it's also, like, because kids, especially during COVID, they felt isolated from everybody because they couldn't see anybody. And then even, like, in normal life, like, it's normal to feel like you don't have, like, you're isolated. Like, you're by yourself. And so then they turn to social media because it kind of gives you that like false sense of connection, like oh that God, brief so moment of connection. It makes me but so But in the mad. long run, it's not actually to... real. And I think that's what yes. hurts kids a lot I too. I want to like take a whole week off of social media or maybe even like a month and mm-hmm. see how much my life differs and see how much like I compare myself to others less and feel like because social media so correlates with low self-esteem mm-hmm. and it's so bad and we're all addicted to it. And it's yeah. terrible. But no, it's just like, because for me, I think I'm on like a less extreme side where I've kind of learned to like live with social media. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of just like, I, it's definitely like ups and downs, but I've become like, I have to like force myself to be very aware when I'm going, you, you can't really be passive on the app because you and have to so like, you, to it is, it's really easy. Especially so you have to make sure you're, you're not, scrolling constantly. you have to be aware of like what you're, not only what you're consuming, but like if it's making you feel okay. And if, and if it's not, <sighs> you need to like move, move it's on. It's just so bad. And so I've taught myself that, but it took a long I don't time. I understand why is our society set up to be self-destructive? Like it pisses me off more than anything. It's like, <laughs> we're set up to be constantly online, mm-hmm. living off of technology, not experience real things. And then there's also like the whole processed food. Which is Everything so, sucks. It's so no, it's just <laughs> Our like, world is horrible. Like, and it's just like random manufacturers that are benefiting from this. And it, but we're also just destructing ourselves and like our future. And it's so bad. And I don't know how to fix it, but I feel like the more people that like understand that and like start to change their lifestyles sometimes it just helps that you're passionate though because if you spread that message and make other people passionate other people have ways to change things 
Yeah, stress. Too much stress. I can go into detail about pressure. that. Talk I have so many pressures. different pressures on this it's list. The teenage pressures, like I feel like a lot of I think it's gotten worse. Too much pressure, and that just drives them to. Yeah, because yeah. I think the big one is, and not everyone goes to college, but a lot of people, even if they're not, if they don't want to go to college, it's always like a pressure in your head because you're always talk, you're always talking about it, and so like yeah. in school. It's School constantly pressure. the grades, standardized tests, you know, SAT, ACT. Again, we're kind of in the midst of that right now. To be self-destructive. <laughs> or like college expectations, like yes, going to a good school. It's all so strange. And kids are just like, it's in, <laughs> and we see it, I think, more too, because we're in a program where it's like, like yeah. we're in an academic program. So there's a lot more pressure, like to kind of be the best or like to go to a good school. Like, you just see so many kids that, like, freak out when they get a bad grade. And it's like, oh, they're being overdramatic. But also, like, they're feeling that pressure because of what's, like, happening in society. Like, it's not all their fault that they're feeling that way. Because it's just something that's, like, normalized now that we have to do all these things. And even just, like, not even only with school, but, like, colleges obviously expect you to, like, have good grades, be captain of this, volunteering at this organization, starting to chair, like all these random like things. Like you feel like you have to be doing stuff all the time or you have to have like things on your resume or whatever so you can get into college. And it's actually like insane. And I think a lot of people forget then that extracurriculars could be a like a positive, like safe space. Like it could be a good thing for you because for some people it obviously is like having a place to release like that you know negative emotion or like be distracted from the other parts of like in your life that stress you out but then sometimes it kind of turns into this like chore of like having to go to these things so that way you have it on your college resume or you have it on you know this and that so you look like you're doing stuff and it's or like looking like on social media like you're busy all the time like it's insane I think a huge sorry that was such a rant <laughs> I was trying to like not interrupt you as best as possible but I also think there's a bunch of pressures from social norms mm-hmm. especially as a teenagers and stuff and that really drives people crazy too it's like the need to fit in the one like the to movie feel, like, like the teen included. movie too. yeah the ideal like like, friend group boyfriend girlfriend thing the thing where it's like you just want a place in the world and it's that's like such a coming of age thing yeah and the fact that a lot of people can't find a community that supports them Mm -hmm. and they feel as though like they are included in yeah and that's like a huge factor that plays into isolation you can feel accepted but it's Mm -hmm. like you can still feel alone and have that whole that like it's 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 our brains can trick us sometimes Mm -hmm. or like we our self-esteems can be low so Mm -hmm. it feels as though we're like at a loss of something or that does not make sense but i think that you're kind of viewing everything like well i get it it's like you could be accepted by a group but you don't have like that close network of people maybe i think a lot of people lack self-worth and self-esteem which is what you need to feel like like not alone Mm -hmm. or you're not alone I mean you're you can be lonely but you're not alone that kind of I think it's just like self-worth is so depleted these days and people like try to get their worth so much from others and Mm -hmm. when it's like you rely on other people to uh, boost self-esteem or like you're living vicariously through other people's lives online or you're just seeing so much online of other people's lives. It's so fragile. It's so easy to compare your your life to it yeah. and then may feel like you're at a loss. 
it's such like a weird fragile thing because like Mm -hmm. or even if it's like the whole like you maybe you post a lot because you want that like validation like not everyone who posts a lot wants that but like if you do just for the validation of like people saying oh my god like I love the way you look I love the way you act your life is so cool and then like you don't get that that one time like it's such a like a little like thing that just makes everything like fall apart and then you feel horrible and crappy I think that a lot of times too though depression and anxiety and other mental health disorders Mm -hmm. can be genetic and like a lot of people don't get help for it Mm -hmm. but also it's the fact that we put such a pressure on medicine there's natural ways to treat it a lot of time I don't Mm -hmm. know it's so complicated and I think that it's just the whole concept of it has grown since like mental health has been talked about more yeah but it's also almost like you remember in the book Americana where, like, what's her face? She said depression wasn't something. She, depression was an American thing. It was said. like, it wasn't, it was just kind of, like, not, like, treated in other countries because they didn't consider it as something that needed to be, Which, like, treated in a clinical way. Yeah. I think that online, too, you'll see so much that's like, oh, I'm depressed, but they're not actually depressed, and it's, it, there's such, like, a, like yeah. a, What's it called? A mesh? Not a mesh. It's almost like you're self-diagnosing, but it's sometimes not it's helpful. It's just everything's so mixed up and blended together, and it's like nothing's real. Like, instead, I think that's the root of the problem mostly, mm-hmm. is that along with having those natural growing up feelings of feeling like you want a place to belong, you want um, to get good grades, you want to yeah. get into college, like, those pressures, not even with those, but also online pressures, and you see everyone else doing mm-hmm. so many things all the time, and then you feel, it literally so you're feels just sitting impossible. on your it, it literally is impossible to do all of these things, and social media and the internet makes you think that you should be able to, like, maintain this, and it's just not real, and it's weird, because everyone, like, knows, it's, like, we all say it's not real, and then we can, like, it's, it still affects you, like, you can understand that it's not, like, a real concept, like, this is, like, social media isn't reality, and it's still going to, like, negatively impact you, like, I think that's what people don't realize, like, even though I have awareness, it's still going to affect me sometimes if I'm on it regardless, it's just not something that goes away, it's just it's how it is i mean it's just it's how it's built basically a challenge should just be get off of it for one week and see how you feel even if though i don't have tiktok i have instagram and i'm still like i feel like i'm on it too much even though it's it's like i feel like it's like an hour a day which is so much that's pretty good compared to other people but i know that's still like think about it you spend an entire hour staring at other people's lives yeah it's weird when you should just be living your life like, it's so, you have such, like, a life. You're, like, inspiring. You're, like, a big like, motivational speaker it, right now. I'm literally, like, about to delete all my apps. I know. I'm so ready to be, like, it's just It makes me sad because I feel like everyone's just lacking genuine connection, and that's what we're all starving for. Yeah. And it's, like, well, why can't we just get off our phones and go out into the world and, like, freaking it's make a It's because it's built to be an addiction. I know. It's And that makes me so upset. <laughs> I'm trying to think what else Sorry. there is. Basically, well, one more. This isn't really related to social media, but I think... And this is something that everyone's kind of faced, like, not just our generation, it's kind of like the other ones, but I think it's definitely maybe even, like, bigger now, because everyone idealizes it on social media, is, like, the teenage movie, like, pop culture version of, like, what a teen's life should look like, 
And I think that almost kind of fuels a lot of different like social things. Like you're supposed to have friends and go to parties and get a boyfriend or you're supposed to like, you know, get into like an Ivy League or something. Like, it's always like random things you see in movies that kids kind of like, it makes them think that that's the standard. Yeah. Like that's what they should be living up to. And then you kind of don't think of a stop and think like, what do I actually want? Like, is this making me or happy? Like, or it's it's like they don't have it and then they feel like they need to do yeah. something to change that. It's like the American dream, but like the teenage version. But it's, it's, oh, it's weird. so much like, it's, it's just because social media is so overwhelming and then also like real life is overwhelming. And so I think we're just way too stimulated and that's mm-hmm. making us have bad mental health because we're not prioritizing how we feel because it's mm-hmm. almost like we kind of are turning into autopilot where we're just scrolling aimlessly not realizing what we're feeling like you get so much content from just like moving your finger once well it's interesting too because like a lot of people use that as like a distraction from the overwhelming things in their life Mm -hmm. but it in it in itself like yes it does like make you probably feel temporarily like good at some point but like it's not really distracting you it's just creating a new like way to stress you out Like, it's not relaxing at all. I feel like people are just, like, forgetting how and what it means to be, like, human and alive. Mm -hmm. I think that's why we're all so, like... Disconnected. Yeah. I think that's why, like, our generation is so, like, adamant about it. Because we're, like, the first generation to grow up with it. but our generation... So we, like, know how it, like, impacts us. Yes, we've lived through it, but also we've lived through it, which means that we have all of these mental health issues because we've lived through also just growing up in like such a messed up world almost because there's so many like issues everywhere in the world and because of again me (laughs) i'm like tired of talking well also sorry i have one more thing um, i just thought of something we see like because of the news and like any even i guess tiktok or whatever you'll see like 12 bad things happening all the time and that negative input will like negatively affect how you're thinking and feeling and i think uniquely with our generation and i notice this a lot like in our environmental science class is like the idea that our generation is going to fix everything they're like gen z is amazing like they're going to change the world they're going to fix climate change they're going to fix gun violence they're going to fix everything we do but i think that's also a lot of pressure on us as like teens because we're like children and they're like you guys are going to fix climate change like it's up to you and like Personally, like, I have really noticed, like, that pressure has increased in me in the past, like, few years because now I'm getting older to where I'm, like, more aware of these issues. And it's just, like, most of our generation can't even vote or, like, half of us can vote. And we're, like, young kids. And so I think that pressure to, like, go out and change stuff all the time, I think that kind of makes it also even worse because then it's, like, all these bad things are happening and we're, like, oh, my God, like, we're going to be the ones to solve it. And I think that also it makes this like sense of hopelessness because you're like, well, I feel like I can't do anything right now or I feel like I don't have the like strength or resources to do anything. And then you kind of sit in that like sadness of like, this is what's happening. Yeah. And it's really like damaging because like I fully believe like our generation is great and like I believe in like the idea of us being motivated to do things. But it's also like at some extent, like the adults also should be helping. Like they shouldn't just fall to us. And I think that's what a lot of kids feel is it's like it's we're the only ones that can save everything and it's this whole thing and I don't like it. Sorry. I'm just like I'm so passionate about that because I've been feeling that recently. (laughs) I feel like though also 
with depression and anxiety, it's so hard to get out of it. Mm-hmm. And I've wi- I've seen in like I guess my peers and stuff just how much it can affect someone. Mm-hmm. And it is almost like if you have a friend that suffers deeply from depression, for example, it's really hard because it's almost like you try to help them as best as you can, but like a lot of times it's like the only person that can help them is themselves mm-hmm. and at the end of the day it's it's really hard for them to even like get out of bed sometimes and clean mm-hmm. their room and so i really recommend like if you have a friend like that then go and help them do things like day-to-day tasks it's like mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of times because they can't control it even and you can't control it yeah and so the only thing that you can do is be there for them like in a way where it's like just spend time with I don't know it's hard because I had a friend for like a long time that had um like severe depression mm-hmm. and it's it's really hard to to like be there for them in the way that they need because you never really know how to be there for them mm-hmm. and it can like I don't know how to explain it's just like it. a very complicated issue because yeah you know but like like, it's, it's hard on you. It's also hard on them. Like, it's not, like... Mm-hmm. And it's just... It's, I don't know. It's... I'm trying to think, like, about anxiety because I think that plays a huge role in teenagers nowadays, too. Yeah. I think anxiety, definitely more for school than depression for school. I think yeah. depression comes more from, like, the lack of, again, community and, like, the yeah, want for, like, a place in the Feeling world. alone. And, yeah, isolation, feelings of hopelessness, feelings of, like, no motivation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think anxiety I like anxiety is such an more. external pressure thing. It's almost like the things that are kind the of, like... to be perfect. Yeah, like, the, the things that are being told to you that you have to live up to. Social anxiety is bad yeah. because of COVID. Like, there's so many reasons for us to yes feel like we're in a mental health crisis (laughs) and I think also like when you're looking to get help because I've I'm an AP psych so I'm just gonna go on a little tangent about what I learned because I recently learned about different like mental disorders like anxiety and depression and like Uh, different treatments psychology I liked this unit it was really interesting because there's so many different like avenues that you can take to like like therapy wise like there's so many different kinds of therapy that you can go to um and so when you're trying to like like solve especially mental health it's not the same as physical health it's not like a one size fits all solution which I think is what makes it so hard to like combat it because it's not like a you know you fix this one thing and everyone's going to be fine it's like very unique to the situation and what the person has experienced Um, and so I think that's something that really needs to be taken into account is you can't just tell everyone to go to behavioral therapy where they like learn new patterns of thinking and then they're fine. Like that worked for me, but that might not work for somebody else who maybe has to like go to humanistic therapy. I'm like literally just spouting AP terms, but humanistic is where it's like the, like therapist like listens to you and kind of lets you work through it on your own. So it's, like, there's always different ways that it can be, like, solved. And there's also, like, the medication route um, or even, like, different combinations of these that you can't really, like, make one, like, change. And then that's, like, it solves everyone's problems because yeah. it's, like, very, like, it ongoing. Yeah, it's not something that's, like, a broken bone. I think, bone. It, it's I think heal. it's something that just Leonard. you live with alongside yeah. a lot of times. And it's, it's more – it's – it's less about fixing it completely, but more about just learning how to live and cope with it. Yeah. 
because you treat it almost like it's not an enemy, but it's, like, part of you, Mm -hmm. almost. And I feel like it lessens the more that you know how to, like, when you feel as though you're, like, slipping into, like, anxious, intrusive thoughts or, like, Mm -hmm. going back into, like, a depressive phase of life. It's more you're... it's the awareness that that's happening and that's like the first step to like fixing or not fixing it I completely agree yeah it's not a linear thing it's not gonna just be like healed you're done forever I feel like yes and there's so many extreme cases but I feel Mm -hmm. like almost every human being has felt something something about that so it applies for everyone it doesn't matter how much you have it if like you feel like you kind of can become like anxious for example mm-hmm. but you don't feel like it's grave enough to like go to a therapist it it, it can be like yeah it's like, it's like you still need to like find it's still ways something that to affects you cope and, with it yeah yeah because therapy's not that like I struggle with that I'm like oh my, my problems are like my it's kind of just like learning how to live a more like because sim- life should not feel so heavy I think I don't know when it got heavy but like I think everyone around me has felt it where mm-hmm. it's become like I don't know. I feel like when we're kids it's it was so much easier. Yeah. It's definitely then, a natural part of growing up, but I think yeah, it's gotten worse it's too. Worse. Which is why it's such a big issue mm-hmm. now. And people are talking about it cuz like I feel like I'm just bringing up everything ever I've learned about mental health, but like <laughs> we read Catcher in the Rye um at the beginning of the school year and that book was written in the 40s and the like he the main character obviously is struggling with his mental health but it's like not really like touched on like it's not discussed like when that book came out it was considered crazy that they were even discussing like how his mental health wasn't great like it was just not a thing at all so like obviously we've come a long way and like some people are like oh just because we're talking about it more that's why it's more prevalent but I do think that it oh. has become worse. Like, it's always been there. Like, yes, it's always been there, but it has become this worse. This is going to sound terrible, but I feel like there's trends on social media about being depressed and anxious, and then people are like, oh, yeah, me too, and then they make them so... That sounds terrible. Well, yeah, it? it's like not everybody but, does but that. I swear to God, there's, like, trends of being depressed. Yeah, I think it's and definitely that's something just that's... so unhealthy, I mean, don't It's, like, romanticized, it. which is... Yes. It's kind of wrong, because then the people that actually go yes. through it feel and the people that actually need help crappy. and, like... Yes, Because they're, so like, bad. this isn't, like, a romanticized it thing. It almost invalidates true feelings of, like... I don't know. It, it's it's weird, though, but... Yeah, but yeah, I completely agree. I was trying to think. I had, like... We, oh, I did I not think I had so much to talk about on this, but I literally, Bro, I'm I like so I think it's like fired up right thing. now. Um, I have so much to say. I was going to talk about how like your upbringing and environmental mm-hmm. situations can affect also mental health. I think deeply. it's interesting because I like, I moved around a lot. So I was never in like one place for very long. Like I experienced a lot of different like school and like I went to like a big public school I went to a small school I went to I lived in an area that was very different from my political views and now I live in an area that's very similar to like my political views I like mm-hmm. it's just a weird like and the fact that like I'd never really had a set home like it's interesting like how all of like I lived so many different ways in my life and I don't it's I wonder like if those different like less accepting environments or like even moving around affected me because I genuinely think like for some people I think it makes it harder but for me it It like it 
I think it like helped me like become more social naturally. I th- like yes. which is weird because I don't think that's the case for everybody. For some people, it makes it worse, um, or it's harder no, for I them to get through it's it. It's your mindset about it because I it's think your mindset, you could so easily make and that it's a how your family story. supports you. Like it's how your family chooses to yeah. frame it. Um, and even maybe just like genetics, like if you're a naturally more shy person, it's obviously like I was a loud kid, like I was not quiet. So I think that also kind of played a role. So it's interesting that it's just like, I think so unique in that sense. I think your environment does affect you greatly. Yes. But I think your mindset affects you more. And Mm -hmm. it's like, if you're always playing a victim in whatever environment you're placed in, then you're not going to bloom. But like if you're that was so poetic. Sorry, that was so like <laughs> No, I am on Pinterest too much. So, <laughs> but um I think that it just depends on how you think about it. Cause okay, I'll talk about my I guess upbringing because mm-hmm. I guess my parents got divorced when I was like four and then mm-hmm. um so I've kind of gone back and forth between two households growing up and then I've had like a pretty absent father or like male figure in my life. Mm-hmm. which I do think affects me now that I think about it, how it affects me today. And I yeah. hate that because, like, male validation is such a terrible thing that I deal with. Because also my brother was a very, like, dominant. Like, he just needed so much, which made me feel like I shouldn't need anything. So I, mm-hmm. I try not to ask for too much from, like, my mom and stuff. But um, I feel like realizing how your parental factors or even siblings yes because you're a twin that that's interesting I bet that yeah. affects you too in the day to day it's definitely I think when I was younger it affected me a lot like I yeah. had to kind of learn how to like not be it's selfish all the time I just think that like a lot of times it's self-reflection and and viewing your life how you've grown up from like mm-hmm. a bird's eye pers- not bird's eye perspective just like, like an outsider's point of view yeah and seeing how that made you into the person you are today. And I think that instead of using, I guess, trauma as, like, bad things, it's more like using it to, like, look at it in a beautiful way where it's like, oh, that made me into a, a the person I am. Yeah. And something that, like, because when I did therapy, I did cognitive behavioral therapy. And, like, the foundation of it is um, focus on what you can control, not on what you can't control. Yes. So, like, obviously, like, if you did go through a trauma, that's, like, that's horrible, and you do need to kind of, like, sift through that and understand Mm -hmm. that, um, but at the end of the day, like, those, like, things that happen in the outside world, you can't control. You can control how you respond to it, and you can control, like, what you choose to, like, do and, and yeah, take in, (laughs) um, And so, like, obviously, like, yes, it's very, like, for someone that's suffered a lot, like, it's hard to not think that. And, like, it's very, it's going to be more difficult for some to, like, create those new thought patterns because it just depends on what you've been through. Um, But you really just, if you focus on what you can control and what you can do, I think it makes it less overwhelming because we're not going to solve all the problems in the world ever. Like, there's no way to do that. And you can't really feel bad about it because it's just not possible And so I think when you kind of take a second and think, okay, what can I do, like, for myself? What can I do in my, like, own life? Yeah, community. Like, those are the things that are important because it's just not, it, like, the unrealistic standards, I think. People forget that, like, you're only one person and you can only do so much. So you have to Mm -hmm. focus on that. 
um there was like this study i forget what it was called or like what happened but oh wait i remember what happened. <laughs> i don't know what happened in the study but i read a study <laughs> no there was like this study where they they took levels of people's happiness like mm-hmm. normal control sample where it's just like normal everyday people and the people that have been in um like terrible car accidents and like mm-hmm. are paralyzed from like the legs down or something and they saw how happy both of them were um and both of them were like about the same there was like not a statistical significant difference so it's really like your environment or like your conditions and circumstances in life like I think that the more that you accept them the happier you'll feel and stop like living as a victim because yes Mm -hmm. those people that are in car crashes obviously could feel terrible yeah the fact that they're almost like the same level of happiness as people that are have not been in a car crash it's you like you have to yeah yeah, you're kind of forced to accept it you can't it's there's no way around it it just shows how like accepting and like how people do realize that at the end of the day they're not in control and you don't know what will happen the next day so Mm -hmm. it's more just like i think when you live with that mentality where it's you just accept things as they come and go mm-hmm. and life just becomes easier and it's clearer and it's less heavy and it's like, <laughs> i'm just gonna say one more thing okay. is that the more that you focus on yourself and prioritize your life and stop looking at other people that was what <laughs> i was thinking the comparison thing just stop it doesn't matter cheer other people on focus on you comparison is the thief of joy and you'll feel better like my god yeah comparison is the thief of joy it's in our student government classroom and the first time i saw that it like changed my life like i think of that all the time now genuinely (laughs) keep looking okay my pinterest quote is um i have two (laughs) um one of them is what do you want to do with your life and the answer is everything I thought that one was just cute. And then the other one is You Are Your Own Home. And I think that one... I feel like it's so quiet. I think that... And you can just hear the twin. I know. know. (laughs) Just make your mind a a nice place to live. That's my word of advice. because, Because you only get one life. And you should just live beautifully and stop worrying so much because at the end of the day everything's okay it's what what do you always say what is it it's not that deep it's not that deep (laughs) nothing's that deep um mine is i already mentioned this earlier in the podcast but healing is not linear especially with mental health um you shouldn't beat yourself up if like you get in a spot that's worse than you were like a week ago because it's just it's normal that it's going to fluctuate no matter what Um, And I think maybe that's also what gets people down even worse is when they feel like, oh, it's getting worse. And then they just kind of like sit in it and they're like, there's no point in trying to fix it. I feel like I'm like never going to be able to get there. But in reality, like you're never going to get to a perfectly happy spot all the time. Like that's not real. Um, So I think when you accept that it's not linear, it's kind of just kind of, you know, fluctuate from time to time. I think it's easier to kind of, you know, cope with it and find ways to kind of live with it more because acceptance is the first step to like everything ever live alongside exactly so yeah i think that's pretty much it for today um i'm debating for our four listeners if i should put like mental health like links or something like resources in case anyone else stumbles upon it i'll put some down (laughs) in the 
I don't know, whatever it's called, the bio, oh, the intro you, section. I'll send you the Coursera course about well-being. And we Thank you. We'll put the, that in there. <laughs> because Cite our sources. <laughs> it's like the most popular course at Yale, and then they made one for teenagers, so. That's exciting. So, yeah, if anyone wants to give that a try, and we'll see you guys later, I guess. You have to put the music on. Oh, yeah. I was just going to sing it. <laughs> All right, that was a very good impression. <laughs> but anyway, this is Ellie. What? I don't know. I don't know why I can't All say right. it in order. We'll see you guys Bye. later. We hope you enjoyed it. Bye.